You've heard it said, modest is hottest. Does it matter how we dress? As Christians, are we called to dress differently than unbelievers? Does the Bible have anything to say about the things that we wear and the way in which we wear them? Well, this is Consider It, where we're considering questions about life, theology, and the church. This is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in Bronfels, Texas. Do you have questions that regard life, theology, and the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 474747 and we'll consider those questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit us at redemption.bible. I'm Aaron Orozco. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Consider It. Let's start up top with this question. It says, many religions and even certain branches of Christianity have a dress code and dictate what people can and cannot wear. What does the Bible say about dress code and modesty? Well, what a great question. Uh, that's I, I think uh, fits in with just the season. We're about to go into summer, sun's out, we're going to be out in the sun. Um, and even just it's great getting these these questions on these topics that maybe as Christians we've never thought about whether they can be pleasing or displeasing uh, to God. I think uh, as Christians we should we should be more thoughtful about our everyday life and how we speak, how we look, um, how we behave, and and just thinking of how are we honoring the Lord with with all of these things. And so Blair, uh, why don't you kick us off and just you know uh, t- attack this question on on modesty? And I think. Um, you know, I think the common misconception is this is a, a, a topic about women. Right. But I think it, it's it's more than that. Right. Totally. It's it's definitely uh, much broader than that. And uh, But before we begin, I, I have to applaud you for your little pun there that this fits in. We're talking about clothes and fit and all that. Like, I don't know if that was an intentional pun, nope, but, uh, nope. um, but, but bravo. But I'll take it, yeah. Bravo, sir. Bravo. Um, you're right. This is a, a, a much broader topic than uh, just like... Like uh, how ladies dress. This is uh, across the genders, and uh, and and we really should think about it. And so you're right. This this is a good. Um, uh, uh, I'm thankful that the question was was submitted because it is showing that somebody at least out there is being thoughtful about what. Right, they're wearing, what we're wearing, and uh, and whether or not if, uh, what we wear matters to the Lord, um, and factors into our Christian witness because too often we just we don't think about these types of issues. Right, we just kind of go with the flow. We're influenced by what's in style, by what's being sold at our favorite stores, by what the people around us are wearing, and uh, and we're not thoughtful about. Not not just the things that we wear, but all kinds of things in life, the music we listen to and, um, you know, the food we eat and all those things. And so, um, but does God call us to something different? And so, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a great, great, uh, great thing to think about and, and uh, good thing to consider on our <laughs> show um, today. Um, let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's just... Uh, kind of flesh out the problem here um, because as the uh, as the question said there you 
there are various branches within Christianity, other religions um, have very strict mm-hmm. dress codes. Yeah, parents. And, <laughs> right, right. Parents have can have strict dress codes. Uh, pastors, churches, mm-hmm. whole denominations right. um, can have uh, very distinct rules about uh, you know how short is too short, mm-hmm. how much is too revealing, yeah. what uh, what. Uh, what's appropriate what's inappropriate and the line is all over the place um and and you step into a different culture you step into a different religion you step i mean it's it's just all over the place and um and people get pretty hot about these things don't they they um, do yeah um they get uh, they get pretty upset and worked up and and uh and all of a sudden now the way that you dress is a reflection of your faith and your maturity in christ and and uh, you know, these become then um, tests of orthodoxy or marks of like faithfulness. Like, right. if you don't dress this way, yeah. then you're probably not uh, uh, yeah. a Christian. Yeah, which which gets into like works based theology. Like, if we're we're saved by what we do or say, mm. which is interesting. Yeah. You're right. It is. It, it really does expose that. Kind yeah. Of re- that thinking. And so that's which is which is a great way to to frame it up. Mm-hmm. Even our answer to this. And so. Right. Um, okay. We see the problem. We see the discrepancies out there. Well, does the Bible have anything to say mm-hmm. about this? Is it is it a faith issue? Um, is it a uh, is is this a um, is there something that's going on in our heart right. um, that is revealed in the way that we dress? Mm-hmm. Um, and in many ways, yeah, yeah, um, and probably not in the ways that we're thinking, um, sure. even in how, how we just uh, stated that. That, but uh, um, it is a heart thing, I would say. You know, mm-hmm. um, is are there biblical uh, references to you know what a man or a woman can dress? You know, there's not like chapter and verse that we can go to, and men have to wear three piece suits yeah. all the time, no matter what you know temperature it is outside. Women can only wear you know dresses that go down to their ankles, or you know their shoulders can't be showing, or yeah. you know, or other you know things can't be showing, and and uh, and, and we just don't have that because mm-hmm. well, one three piece suits weren't around when the Bible was written, and so right. um, and so that's why this isn't necessarily a cultural thing. And uh, we have to be careful about putting cultural rules and regulations on it, you know? yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, but go to something that transcends culture, mm-hmm. and uh, and the Word of God does that, and it's like in uh, all things speaks to the heart, speaks to the heart of the matter. And so, you know, as as I was pondering on this question uh, prior to the show, it uh, uh, I was I was reminded of Colossians and. Uh, and Paul's instructions there, and and now he uses uh, some language or some imagery, like getting dressed. Yeah. Um, but that's not what he's necessarily talking about. Yeah, it's metaphorical. It's metaphorical, and uh, and and it gets to the heart, and and its application is much broader than hmm. getting dressed, and its application is much broader than the context in which he was uh, just writing. But um, I was I was drawn to uh, Colossians three. And, uh, and Colossians 3 begins with a statement, If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Mm. And that's that's like the the banner statement. That's overarching everything. Right. And so, he's basically saying that if, if you're saved, 
you know, if you are a Christian, now your way of thinking has totally changed. Right. We're not, uh, we're, we're, we, we don't think the same way that we used to think prior to mm-hmm. coming to Christ. We had an old self. We, we, we did just follow the ways of the world and the prince of the power there. Like we just lived like everybody else and didn't know anything. But now that we're in Christ, now our attention is turned towards Christ and our mind should be set there. Right. Um, and so out of that, then he goes on to, you know, uh, to use this getting dressed imagery. So he says, put to death. Um, later he'll say, put off. But he says, put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you. Hmm. Sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these things, uh, the wrath of God is coming. In these you two once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away. Mm. And so here's a whole nother list. Put these things away. It's like, put these things off. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices. Mm. And so, there he's, he's, he's getting really to the heart of the matter, right. right? Yeah. And so, this, the application then, if we, if, we, if we apply this to how we dress, modesty, whatever the lines, uh, it's less about, okay, can my shorts be above my <laughs> finger line you right. know, on my leg? And, uh, and he's taking us to the heart. Right. Are, are the things that I am choosing to wear... Are they um, are they pleasing one to the Lord mm-hmm. and mindful of people around me yeah. and less about me? Because mm-hmm. too often that's like what really uh, factors into how we get dressed in the morning, the types yeah. of clothes that we purchase. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, do I look cute in this? Do I right. look attractive? How do I look? Yeah, am I going to be strong? You know, <laughs> does this this look make me look tough? Does this help show my muscles? You know, um, <laughs> are, is is this complementary to my body type? Yeah, for and sure. So, so, like, what's the operative word in all of those it's, things? It's me. Yeah, yeah. How do I feel? How do I look? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and and not that those things are completely unimportant. But they are... They're secondary. They're secondary, even tertiary. Yeah, right. Because first, we are, as believers, we're mindful. Our minds are set on Christ above. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then we are to think about others. Yeah. You know, and so there's all kinds of biblical principles uh, that fall in line with that. For sure, yeah. And I, and I like how you... You know, there's... It, it's, it's interesting that you went to this passage. You know, there's... You, you could go to like the, you know, the staple one on First Peter, you know, be adorned with all these things and... And I like that you went with this passage because even even in that that First Peter passage, it, it's a heart thing. You know what I mean? It's uh, a refl- like all these things are behaviors are all symptoms or, or you know they give an insight to what's happening in our heart. Yeah. And and like you're saying, when we're when Christ has called us, He's given us a new heart. He's given us a new mind, yeah. and everything changes from that. Um, from you know our assurance in 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 salvation to what we wear. You yeah. know what I mean? Everything, yeah. right? Everything, everything. And so you know, here this here are the things that we're to put to death. We're to put these things off. You know, sexual immorality and impurity. You know, so if the things that we are wearing are uh, provoking those types of things, whether in our th- minds or in others, you know, we. We need to be careful of that, right. and the line is all kinds of different. And right. so, so to to set up all these rules of like, well, you can or can't do this is is not always helpful. Um, but to get to the heart, okay, why 
why do I want to wear this? Right. Is it because I'm trying to get the opposite sex to look at me? Mm -hmm. Um, Is it because I'm trying to feel a certain way? Um, And we need to take Mm -hmm. those before the Lord, you know? If our desires, you know, even list out covetousness. Like, okay, am I I wearing this because I want to look like so-and-so? Right. I saw a celebrity wear this, or my best friend wore this, or somebody that I know has a lot of money wore this type of Mm -hmm. clothes. And so now I'm coveting that lifestyle or that look or that body type. Yeah. And and now um, I'm going to buy clothes like that. Yeah. So it's a heart issue. For sure. More than a, than an appearance issue. Yeah. And, and it's worth mentioning, like, in this day and age, like, this, like, self-help thing where, like, I think a lot of people might hear this and, and say, well, like, well, I'm not wearing it for other people. I'm wearing it for me. It makes, it empowers me. It makes me feel good. Yeah. Um, like, I think we, we need to recognize that as pride, you know, yeah. and, and say, like, as Christians, like you said, we're called first and foremost to, to have godly minds to see, well, like, how is this reflecting Christ? And then, which I think sometimes we can get that down, but we, we neglect to, to acknowledge our brothers and sisters in Christ yeah. and that we're called to also put them before ourselves. Right. If we think of passages like in Romans 14 and into 15, where we are called to be mindful of how we live and act uh, among other people. And so these aren't in matters of like uh, biblical doctrine, Mm -hmm. but in how we live um, in these kind of grayer matters, um, we need to be mindful of other people. Now, we can't uh, can't take that too far and be controlled by what others think, what what impact this, because that would be, we we would be driven crazy in that. But to the best of our ability, um, our hearts before the Lord, um, with a desire to honor the Lord Mm -hmm. and one another, um, that uh, we, we, if we're around certain people, if we're weaker brothers, all those things that we should, uh, yeah. we we should we should be mindful of uh, of the influence and the effect that the way we dress has on other people. Yeah, I think of this. I mean, the three words that are coming into my head are, are like self awareness, mm-hmm. discernment, and humility. Yeah, you know, like being self aware of like how how what you're doing affects the people around you. What you, from what you wear to what you say, you know what I mean. All those things and discernment and knowing like, am I pleasing the Lord with these things? And like you're saying, a lot of these things we don't have. Uh, a definitive measure you yeah. know it's it takes discernment in, in saying how are we glorifying god and how are we coming across to others and then humility to say you know what this is not my preference but yeah. it would serve uh my brother for yeah. me to to you know right take take that yeah yeah and it would you know have a, have a you know a godly impact on outsiders right so in, in Colossians 4 that's where uh, Paul goes and he, he, he gives this command he says walk in wisdom toward outsiders so mm. what would wisdom or you said discernment's a good word you know what would that say and how is how I dress going to lead somebody away from the Lord or yeah. actually you know even in the the countercultural way in which I dress uh-huh. could that be an uh, gospel influence uh, to somebody who's outside the faith. Um, but but going back then to Colossians 3, so just read all the things here, we're to put off these, uh, you know, these, these lists of traits and heart attitudes. Um, but then in Colossians 3, verse 12, he says, put on then, 
Mm-hmm. So here are the things that we put on. So here's what influences then the way that we dress. He says, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, there's a word you said, meekness and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other mm-hmm. as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Mm. And what a what a difference in the way that we might dress if we thought about these things right. and the people that we know, you know, that, hey, we might be around them this, uh, t- you know, today in this environment, mm-hmm. um, wherever we're going, and I want to love them. I want to be compassionate. I want to, um, I want to model forgiveness in that. And there may be times where, where the way that we dress is a distraction, is, is isn't appropriate, yeah. and uh, and we do need to ask for forgiveness, mm-hmm. and you know, and and so, um, but he goes back to really the heart, the heart. and how we. Um, and how we dress, and so, yeah. so that's really that's that's how we have to look at a question like this. That's how right. we have to. That's what we have to let uh, guide us mm-hmm. in in the things that we uh, wear. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think in summary, uh, the point here is is our our heart motivation. Yeah. You know, and if we're pursuing uh, these things that we just heard in, in Colossians, if we're pursuing godliness and, and having our mindset on those things. Then, then these decisions about what we're wearing should naturally, you know, correct themselves. It should right. self-correct. Right. Um, it's when we start at, at the behavior yeah. that we can we can go into this, you know, like behaviorism, and which which yeah. doesn't last very long, right. or or we just we find ourselves uh, just trying to serve ourselves, right. you know, rather than than thinking of our brothers and and ultimately thinking of of how to. Glorify God in everything that we do. Right? Isn't it interesting how we're just kind of naturally bent towards a legalism? Yeah. You know, like just give me the rules, do mm-hmm. this, and and yet what's also interesting is that list of what's appropriate seems to be changing just as much as fashion trends yeah. are changing. Right. And so as at the rapid rate which mm-hmm. fashion is always changing, you know. I, I'm never in style. I'm always like that. So it's <laughs> yeah. just like I can't, I can't, I can't even try to do that because it's always changing. And and at the same rate, so are you know like these rules that we put within uh, Christian circles on mm-hmm. how we dress, and yeah. and it's just always changing. And so, right. um, but knowing that and knowing our bent towards that, and okay, so maybe you find yourself in a place where you're like, okay, here's my heart on this. Yeah, I want to live this way, but I still just don't know. There's still some like. Uh, ambiguity here mm-hmm. and w- w- what if I don't what what do I not know well here let me just give you some uh, some help in these things because if your heart before the Lord's right but you're still just maybe uneasy or you want some more wisdom um, here's let me just offer some tips first if you are a child a minor living in your parents house and they have rules um, or standards um, uh, the Bible would call you to follow them right you know unless right. they have some sort of like <laughs> way unbiblical standard that is causing you to dishonor the Lord, yeah. uh, somehow superseding the command in your life to honor your father and mother, um, uh, your call is to uh, submit to them in obedience, mm-hmm. in joyful obedience, um, and trusting that God has placed them in your life for your good uh, for this season. And uh, and and don't rebel against that. You know, if you're if you're a student listening to this, and and uh, um, uh, there's a 
just trust me, it, it's for your good at this point, right. um, even if you can't see right. it, and, uh, and it will go well for you. The Bible says it will go well for you by just honoring them mm-hmm. and abiding by uh, the the parameters that they've set up for the things that you can and cannot wear. Yeah, and I and I guess for for people and maybe in churches where where there's a dress code or, or something like that, uh, the Bible calls us to submit to authority. You know, yeah. and I think again, again, like you're saying, as as long as these things are not causing us to to not, to not glorify God, I think yeah. we have to trust that you know and pray for our leaders and and admit and acknowledge that God has sovereignly put authority right. over us and and the biblical call for us is to submit to it. Right, right. Especially if God's called you to be in that church, then uh, you know this is this is not an issue to be all Martin Luther esque, right? Yeah, you know, to be uh, all Reformation y and yeah, and, because it's really it's really not Reformation; it's just rebellion in that right. in that case. And so, mm-hmm. if but if this is becoming a, a a legalistic issue and it is being attached to faith and all that, yeah. and uh, and they have a an unbiblical standard, then um, if you've gone to the to the pastor, to the elders, the church leadership to talk about it, and they are unyielding in that and making a biblical demands and placing convictions um, or, or stipulations on faith that um, that are unbiblical, then the call might be to just leave right. and find a biblical church mm-hmm. um, that has a has a viewpoint on this. And, yeah. and so let's let's look at it then from the other side. If you're a parent or you are a pastor and people have these questions, or you are trying to lead or establish a culture a cu- right. expectations within yeah. your home or within the church, uh, then lead in this way. I would say mm-hmm. lead, let's let's go to the heart first mm-hmm. and and yeah. and look at the rules and things that you've had or the parameters that you've set up or the culture that you're trying to create and make sure that it's that it's in line with with a biblical heart check um, more so than just the rules and now you have to you you know you have to have parameters with your kids particularly Mm -hmm. like i get that i get that but don't just lay down the law right that is inevitably going to provoke your children to rebel against without having the conversations of the heart yeah i think i think religious rules uh fosters you know, rebellion, but I think gospel truth fosters, you know, godliness right. and, and true, true following right. Christ. Yeah. The conversation may not go well and you're like, I've never <laughs> had those kind of conversations yeah. with my daughter or my son. That well, today's a great day to start yep. on it. And, and the great way to start is even through uh, forgiveness and humility and saying, you know, I know we've never talked about these things before, but today's a new day and I want to start talking about it. And so, um, what a, what a great opportunity that God would put before you in that way. You know, and if you don't find yourself in under any of those things, um, and yet you still want some uh, advice, you want wisdom and discernment, then this is the beauty of the body of Christ, and uh, why you know God has designed like small groups and close friendships in the community of faith. Why God has a. Uh, um, uh, uh, designed the church to be a multi-generational, multi-ethnic community of believers. And so, go seek out somebody who's older than you. Right. Go seek out uh, those in your small group that love you, that are committed to these same things, that are committed to your holiness, and just ask them, you know, is this a, is this appropriate? You know, is this, here's here's my heart, does this accomplish that, or am I missing something? Am I blind sure. to this? And, uh, and trust what they 
have to say. Yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I think you'd be honoring the Lord in that because your heart is right before the Lord. You've submitted yourself to to others, and uh, and you're listening to the the wise counsel of godly believers. And uh, and I think you'll be okay. Well. Thanks for tuning in to Consider It, a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in New Braunfels, Texas, where we are taking on questions regarding life, theology, and the church. If you'd like to submit a question, text the word redemption and your question to 474747. To learn more about our church, visit us at redemption.bible. We thank you for your support and listening, and we hope that you'll join us next week as we consider it.